0: Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the wily Coyote to his roadrunner, Michael Howard. Michael, I'm going to ship you a box of bombs because you're a dog. (laughs) Yeah, I read a tweet uh, a
1: couple days ago that was basically like, hey, y'all, Acme was a real company just sending bombs and rocket skates and shit to a dog in the middle of the desert. Like, he doesn't even have
0: an address. And you gotta think one, he had all sorts of fuck you, I'm gonna buy bombs in the desert money. Yeah. And he still couldn't catch that fucking bird. Did he have
1: money? Maybe it was back in the day when you you could just get get like an account at a store. Oh, just put it on layaway? Yeah, you just put it Yeah. He's got he's got an Acme credit card. He'll pay that off
0: eventually, but What do you think the chances, like, Acme was just sending bombs to someone else and (laughs) Wiley Coyote was, like, a very good thief and just, like, intercepted all of them because he was good enough to do that, but he just couldn't kill a bird? Maybe the Roadrunner
1: is actually the one that has fuck you money and he knows that Wiley Coyote is going to blow himself up, and so he
0: actually paid for everything. Mm -hmm. I I don't know about that because it didn't seem like either of them really had a job. Roadrunner definitely, all he did was eat seed and run really fast. And like stop at opportune times. I mean, if you could run that fast, though, I feel like you could make some cash. I mean, it's worked for Usain Bolt, but again, mm. like Roadrunner has not gotten any endorsos at all. Mm. He's just kind of an asshole. You said he just had the cartoon. What are you gonna do? Well, uh, Michael, how you doing, bud? I'm
1: doing all right. I have a little bit of a cold, so if my voice is extra sexy, that's why
0: it's always that for me. But um, and I'm pretty yes. sure I
1: have a cold because of the. Just terrible, terrible things that I did to my body this weekend while visiting you in Atlanta. Yes,
0: I'm sorry I broke your body. <laughs> you didn't break my spirit, though. No, um, came pretty close. Uh, yeah. We drank too much? I want to say too much. I, I want
1: to say too much, but I don't remember exactly how much is too much.
0: Um, Well, I did. Well, for one thing, I have a credit card that I still don't know where it is, but it hasn't been charged by anything, including a bar. So I feel pretty good about that one. Um, I think the highlight of the weekend for me was walking out of the bar and maybe like 30 minutes after our parking had expired. And uh, seeing Mm -hmm. that my Mm -hmm. car had been booted. Yeah. And then I did just spend two hours troll calling a tow company. (laughs) You did. And you left me alone
1: for about 20 minutes while you were getting the boot taken care of. And in that 20 minutes, I ordered $35 worth of McDonald's on Uber Eats.
0: Which turned out to be a good thing for the next morning. So I'm pretty glad you did it. (laughs) Michael, I know when I walked into the house and I was on the phone um, and I think someone picked up and then I, I think I, in a like a really brusque, like Brooklyn accent was like, Hey, can I talk to your manager (laughs) just to once again, like fool the, the operator for at this point, the eighth time in an hour span. What did you, what did you think when I was doing this? I thought you just lost your mind because you were pretty angry
1: about the boot. Yeah. So I thought you were just you were just gone insane.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yep. then you used my phone to call them a couple times as well, just in case they were blocking your number.
0: Yeah, and I mean to be fair, I do have concerns if I ever do get because <laughs> I am very careful about where I park uh, and how much I pay. But I do have concerns if I ever do get booted and or park even for a moment mm-hmm. illegally again. That my car might just disappear into the ether. Yeah, they're gonna take it and just crush it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Which, hey, I I've made my bed. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay in it. <laughs> Michael, pop yes. it, twist it, turn, turn it, fuck it. it. I don't um, spin it.
1: Nope, twist it. Wait, do you fuck it before bop you it. spin
0: it? Butt plug it. Mm, Fill okay. it. Okay, Michael, do you have um, to do it quickly? I think it's on a sequence, and um, well, Michael, let me. uh, You remember? I'm I'm
1: very intrigued to see where you're going with this. You remember the Bop It, huh? I do
0: remember the Bop It, famous 90s toy. Yeah, you had to do everything Um, real fast. Yeah, right. Like Simon, but you had to do different stuff. It's it started slow, kind of like Simon says. You had to like the easy. You go in easy mode, and then it speeds up. The you know the more you go. Um, well, a um company is remaking. Everyone's favorite childhood toy, the Bopit, um, called uh, the. F- so this is this is from an adult game maker called Nutaku. Oh no! And they're calling it the Flickin Jerk. Oh no! So it looks like a cursed boppet that has <laughs> a short dildo, a um, a vibrator, a butt plug, and what appears to be a flashlight attachment, all on four different corners of this Bopet device. Um and there is some sort of thing in the middle that I really hope is like, okay, now bop it. Like you still have to bop it. Um But with your dick. Or with, no, with clit. whatever. Someone. I mean Or tit. Maybe like, face. Yeah, just butt headbutt it. Um Michael, I will say, so one of these claims is that so there's the the fleshlight esque quote stroker is what they're calling it, which is <laughs> Sure. Uh sure. dildo, a vibrator, mm-hmm. a butt plug that, quote, fits every butthole, exclamation point, which is a bold claim. That's, yeah, that's like the one-size-fits-all hats, you know? Yeah. There's always an outlier. You, you don't know me, Nutaku. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is but, it Nutaku or Nutaku? It could be Nutaku. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is Nut. Um, Michael, I, I feel like, so the Bop It... I guess can be a party game. This flick <laughs> jerk absolutely seems like at least a two-player game because again it there is to be. there is the the flashlight and the dildo and the vibrator. But like I mean, obviously that could work for for anyone, I guess. But like, it, but I just it's, can't
1: imagine you getting into all four of those quickly as it
0: speeds up. I mean, the
1: especially you just hel- the,
0: you need help. Insert butt plug, get out butt plug, put in dildo, go, go fuck flashlight, like, get back butt plug. Like, that's just, I feel like it's mostly the butt plug that's going to cause the issues. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the rest are on the front door. Twisting this thing back around the, the back. Okay, so which one is, so we had,
1: in the original Bob, it you had, you had twist it, pull it, flick it,
0: I think, squeeze it. Bop it, definitely. Twist it. Uh, Let's see. Bop it. Inputs. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to
1: try and figure out which one corresponds to which one.
0: I think twist it, pull it. Flick it. God, flick it was pretty sexual, though. (laughs) So, hey, I'm now having to confront the reality that the original Bop it did kind of look like both a butt plug and a dildo, just kind of back to back. It, mm. the it was an essentially a butt to butt double dong. <laughs> the original the Bop- Bop-It. yeah, the bobbit extreme. Yeah, though, the
1: bobbit extreme is definitely what this is modeled after.
0: And again, still looks like four butt plugs on.
1: on yeah, so there's two twist handles. it, pull it, spin it, flick it. Okay, so if we go back to our, our thing here, I mean.
0: Michael, I am kind of forced to now confront the fact that multiple people, probably the inventors of this toy, fucked their Bop It Extremes, probably on a party level. Because at the time, I, again, did not think that it was a child's toy. But now that I'm looking at the damn things in this context, they're all just varying degrees of butt plugs and or, like, vibrators.
1: Also, look, this is the type of shit we had to play with before we had sweet video games. Toys that could be repurposed for sex. That's (laughs) it. That's all we had. Hmm. Man, I still, I still don't. hmm. Bop it, flick
0: it, jerk it. Yeah. Let's. Okay. Let's figure this out. Like what? um, Hmm. Is it a game still? I. I mean, that's the thing. I think it still is a game.
1: How is it rating you though? Like in the? Do you have to do it in the right order? Well, I think
0: again. So I mean, like again, this. The game, the Bop It, if I remember, it got quicker. It probably started vibrating a little bit. Like you had to continually do the pattern. If you didn't get it within a certain amount of time, it would probably buzz or something. And then just like you know, you had to start over again. So as the game climaxes and brings (laughs) you closer, I feel like you have to, you have to like be. It's like a speed run in a video game.
1: What happens if you like mess up though, and then you have to start all over again? Man, that is.
0: It's just not gonna. It's just not gonna work tonight, Bop It Extreme. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) you had me, and then it just nah. Didn't didn't quite make just really it. Really not
1: feeling it. It's not this you one. know,
0: It just I don't know. Just can't get over something.
1: You're doing you're doing the plug it too many times. There
0: we. I don't know if we talked about this. I think we talked about this in person la- over the weekend. There is something about the fleshlight attachment on this toy and in general. If you have basically any other sex toy like butt plug dildo vibrator anything that's fine. Everything's cool. If I learn that you have a fleshlight <laughs> or like vagina attachment anywhere, you're just a massive pervert.
1: Like But Kevin you, Smith used to used to sing the virtues of the fleshlight. Yeah,
0: no shit, Kevin Smith did. He's a fucking
1: pervert. Did you see that Kevin Smith lost like 150 pounds? He's
0: cool. like skinny now. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. Um Did you see the Kevin Smith tweet about his wife? Oh, he used to talk. He used to say
1: dirty things. Um, I listened to his podcast a couple times. It was basically like, fleshlight, 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 my wife's butt, fleshlight.
0: So, yeah. Michael, this is a tweet from July 9th, 2009. And just let me know if this reads like a tweet from a guy who owns multiple fleshlights. Ten years in, and we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other. A decade plus, and her clit slash brown slash taint area still pones my dick.
1: Yeah, no, he's got just a whole wall full of... He's
0: got multiple attachments for his fleshlight. Yeah. And that thing has not been cleaned in a minute. (laughs) I'm just saying, this toy is extra creepy because it has a, a fleshlight on it. And that's not to say that dudes shouldn't have sex toys, but... It's it's just, I assume immediately
1: that you're a pervert. I just, I still don't understand the concept of this game.
0: Does it explain how the game works? Because I know Absolutely how bop it works. Well, let's let's go to the Nutaku promo site for the Flick and Jerk. Oh, also, uh, happy National Masturbation Day, apparently, according to the website. Um, the world's largest adult gaming platform is giving players a chance to get off And online this year. Do you have what it takes to rub on it, suck on it, ride on it, plug on it, and pound on it? Okay, they gave us all the numbers. Take control of this gender-inclusive toy to bring your lewd gaming experience to the next level. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so the image that they shared promotionally for Motherboard um, did not quite... It looks about like a a four-inch dick. Nay-nay, my friend. That's a 12-inch dildo. Quote, okay. use the shiny shaft to suck on it or fuck on it. Neato. Vibrator, cool. Butt plug. Plug it in with this blissful beauty booty bling. Fits every butthole. Good, good, good. Uh oh God, gross. Uh, just says stay tuned. Yeah, so we have the four, the four items. But, uh, yeah. They don't really tell you how to... Oh, learn, sorry, there's a learn more button. Oh, it just went down to what I said. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Um, I don't know how this is a toy. Like a, a game. Unless unless and it's got to be um connected to the internet. And okay. then you can compare high scores against all your friends. So, are you just you're just picking which one you want to use? Mhm. Well, no, I don't I think it's just like I think it's it'll give you the sequence and then you have to rub on it, suck on it, <laughs> ride on it, plug on it and pound on it. And if you do all those things better than your buds, your good friends and pals, then hey, you win and then they print your name on a billboard. Said, hey, Michael Howard's the best at sucking on it, pounding on it, riding on it, rubbing on it. I didn't
1: get the quadruple crown. I just got three out of four.
0: Yeah. Plug on it is a weird sentence. Anyway, Michael, what do you got for me this week, buddy?
1: Um, I knew until you brought up the, the flick it, jerk it.
0: Yeah, that'll do it. Do you know um what day of the year National Ma- Masturbation Day is? I mean, you just told me it was today, I thought. It's not. They just have it up on the website. Uh, um, is it? Is it June 9th? It is uh, May 7th. I don't know why. It should be June 7th, or June 9th, now that you bring it up. Well, that wouldn't be masturbation, I guess, though. That would be... It'd be the. Nice I was
1: trying day. to figure out how 5-7 looks like somebody masturbating. It'd be International Nice Day. <laughs> nice.
0: Okay, what do you got, bud? Um,
1: so, speaking of... I guess, electronic toys for sexual relations. Okay. This one isn't actually a sex toy necessarily. Um, There is a bionic man among us. Oh. Okay. There was a man born without a penis. And at at the ripe old age of 45 years old, he finally had a mechanical bionic penis where they took skin off of his arm and... They wrapped it around some kind of apparatus that you pump up with a saline solution to give him a functioning penis. Okay. Okay. It's big. "Quote on <laughs> quotes" from his uh, his uh, girlfriend. Oh, okay, okay. Good. It's satisfied customer. All right. So, and apparently the the best part about this, it was in the UK. Sure. The entire surgery was covered by the NHS.
0: Oh, good. See, the system works. The what, system? Michael, how long did he have to wait, and could he choose his own doctor? Apparently, he had to wait 45 years to get <laughs> his mechanical bionic penis. Hmm. Maybe the system doesn't work. Maybe Rush Limbaugh is onto something. Maybe.
1: Maybe he was forced to wait uh, six weeks to have sex with his girlfriend for the
0: first time after having the penis. Okay. So, so I, I have some questions, because mm-hmm. the article you sent me says that he had a 10 day erection after regiving but hey by the way here's the thing it says 50,000 pounds for this bionic penis that does not seem like enough money and i no, think this a is steal, probably just man. my american uh, like perception of health care mm-hmm. but like again i had a cyst on my like or an abscess on my hip taken off and that cost me that i was billed 37,000 mm-hmm. dollars and if well, if I could have it just says
1: the penis costs 50000 It doesn't say uh, how much the how installation this, of the penis How much they're... Okay. See, that's how they all get about... You, you know, you yeah. got to get the extended warranty, the genius, uh, like, Geek Squad has to come and install it for you and hook it all up. And Part, it, parts are yeah. nothing. Labor's yeah. where it's at. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. And then you got the maintenance costs. You can, save you, a lot of, you can save yourself a lot of money by watching tutorials on YouTube. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but so it was a 10-day... Or, sorry, a 10-hour surgery, uh-huh. followed by a 10-day erection.
0: Was the 10-day erection necessary just to be like, okay, break it in? Like, let's make sure the skin doesn't, like, <laughs> from your arm Like, did it have to be erect just for, like, just walk around. It's going to be a little uncomfortable, but it doesn't say, you'll be happy later.
1: It doesn't say why he had the erection. Once oh, again, our on. journal is failing us. Uh, it just says that he spent 10 days with an agonizing erection. But, I mean, I would have to assume... That it might have been medically induced, because like you don't want, you wouldn't want the skin to like start to heal and then contract, and then you wouldn't be able to extend yeah. it again, right? It has yeah. to, it has to be, sure, it has to heal in the erect position.
0: So it sounds like he has to control. So there's a helpful diagram that he gets <laughs> to control his erection from a saline reserve somewhere in his abdomen, and then there's like a pump where his testicles would be, or are, I guess, because he still has them, um, that fills the the new penis. Um, I gotta say, though... It's not really... It, a, I mean, I guess it's new, but he didn't have one before, so it's just his penis. It's just his penis. So, my first immediate thought on upon reading this article was, as a 45-year-old man... Mm-hmm. And again, I guess he has full control over how and when he gets these things, but as a 45-year-old man who never had to go through the pubescent shame of walking around with a surprise mystery boner when the wind blew, can you imagine the confusion, Michael, Experience a, experiencing a boner for mm-hmm. the first time in your life at the age of 45? Yeah. Like, and again, I, again, he has control over it, so that's better, but, because I did not at 13... <laughs> But man, it's our control not is basically con- just the,
1: your book bag.
0: Yeah. It. Oh, I'm just getting books out. Am I? I gotta go to social studies. See ya.
1: Um. Man, what yeah. what if the pump is in a place where like, what if you accidentally sit on it or
0: like bump it up against something and all of a sudden it's just like immediate erection? Well, that's the thing too, Michael. Here's the thing: Have you ever sat on your balls <laughs> <laughs> just by accident? Get <laughs> into the car.
1: I haven't necessarily sat on them, but I've definitely. Definitely squeezed them into places sometimes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good. And Actually, the pr- other day I took my belt off and the very end of the belt just whipped me right mm-hmm. right
0: in them. What I'm getting at is accidents do happen. <laughs> sometimes high pressure accidents upon one's one's balls because mm-hmm. they are inconvenient. But this man has precious cargo on board <gasps> now. Like expensive cargo oh my and God. hardware. Kush, mm-hmm. there is a situation oh, no. where this man...
1: Uh-oh. Gets into a bar fight. He's speeding the dude up. And the mm-hmm. dude goes last resort. He's like, I cannot, I cannot get whooped up on like this. Yeah. He punches him right in the balls. squaring in the balls. And he does double over because he still has balls. It hurts. But as he's going to the ground, just immediate
0: erection. Right. See, that stops the fight cold. Yeah. Now, see, where I thought you were going <laughs> was that dude gets into a bar fight he's not necessarily interested in the bar fight <laughs> doesn't want a piece of this action it's a thursday it's 8 30 i i'm just here for happy hour i'd like to go home i'm just gonna pop up this bone piece real quick it's like okay let me hit my reebok pumps real quick pump this up <laughs> now i've got an eight inch bone piece <laughs> would you still like to fight because i'm coming <laughs> at you dick first
1: <laughs> oh yeah how much would that fuck with you If you're about to fight a guy, he reaches down, he squeezes his own (laughs) testicles, just Just immediately has a boner. You just be like, I don't know whether to be scared or impressed or freaked out, Mm -hmm. but I'm definitely not in a fighting mood anymore. Did you? uh, What
0: kind of penis magic are you working on me right Uh, now? Well, you could diffuse any situation with this, I think. And here's the thing. Anyone could do this. Like you just need
1: just really. No, I'm pretty like, sure I cannot. If I squeeze my balls, I do not get an immediate boner
0: I'm just saying, Michael, if you if you knew like you were going out for the night and you're like, might get in a to fight tonight because I'm an asshole. And you just put, I don't know, like a big old balloon down your pants and like a basketball pump just attached <laughs> to your hip, and you just start pumping, and you're just like nah. now I got a boner. Would you like to still come at me for a piece of this fight action? I'm just saying you could do the fake distract like the fake boner distraction on any fight at any time. I guess you just have to be prepared for it. <laughs> you, have to, you have to bring you have to bring your bicycle pump. Or just like a little portable like air mattress filler and just like one second and then you just flip the switch on your back and just yeah. <laughs> and just fill up yeah.
1: your boner. I wouldn't mess with people so bad though. nonstop. stop. Like, so Right now he's in a committed relationship, but say he's single, he's going out, he meets a girl, he's like, Hey, before before we go back, I have to let you know I have this bionic penis. I'm gonna have to pump it up. Perfectly normal, no big deal, and she's like, Hell yeah, I wanna see that. They get ready. He literally pulls out like an air pump for an air mattress and he plugs mm-hmm. it into the wall and he sticks it on the end of his penis and turns it on and as he's secretly pumping his dick, she'll think that he has to inflate his penis with an air pump.
0: This is really just a lot of up-close magic kind of shit <laughs> that I am just very into at this point. Sounds very good. Um, quote from his girlfriend, who <laughs> the uh, Scottish son felt necessary to let us know works in luxury fashion, <laughs> added, It's fantastic. No need to worry about Viagra or getting old. He can do it when he's drunk, too. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. It's also, nice.
1: um... Andrew, who uses a button in his groin to inflate the organ with a saline fluid via a valve, told the son he was chuffed with his, quote-unquote, ridiculously big new todger, which is a new word that I did not know for penis, and I'm very excited about it. Todger's a pretty good word todger is Todger's
0: a great word.
1: The Scots yeah. have so many good words.
0: Oh, they really do. Uh, it, Michael, have you been to Scotland? I haven't. Okay, well, so obviously I dated a Scottish uh, woman for a while, learned a whole ton of good words, mm-hmm. didn't really learn enough to talk to Glasgow uh, taxi cab drivers, because... I used to just tell her to yell at me in in Scottish. Yeah. It was great. Um, Another very good thing is Scottish Twitter. Yeah. Just check out Scottish Twitter, because I think there's a, a subreddit about just Scottish Twitter, and it is a majestic. They don't even use words. I remember when Trump went to Scotland... Mm-hmm. Shortly
1: after the they voted to remain, Yep. and uh, he started talking shit, and there was just a storm, and there were words and phrases and things that I didn't know, but I knew that they weren't good.
0: Yeah, they're they're a hell of a people. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Michael, um, speaking of meat, I want to bring up one of our favorite recurring themes on this on this show. Go sticks. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> We kind of just did that one. Um, <laughs> no heist, Michael. Oh, Sp- specifically food heists. Okay. Long running food heists. Yes, like Mr. Fajita. Mr. Fajita, who Millions only got caught of dollars of fajitas, only got caught because he had to go to a fucking doctor's appointment or some shit and forgot to cancel his delivery, his fajita order. Well, Michael, a um, a grocery store employee at a Giant Eagle in Canton, Ohio. What they steal. $9,200 worth of ham <laughs> over like, a span of eight years. Okay. Uh, huh. That is that is a heist, I guess. Kind of. It's like the long con heist. And they said they nibbled on three to five slices of ham nearly every day over a span of eight so years. So not even every day. How?
1: Okay. Wait. Three to five slices of ham... Mm-hmm. How does that add up to $9,000?
0: Well, it shouldn't at all because most of the times, Michael, when the the deli worker offers me a free slice, uh-huh. I say no because I'm not hungry at the moment. Sometimes I take it. Sometimes I always I don't. eat it. It's, it's a free slice. Sometimes I'm not hungry. I just want the deli meat for later. And I assume it's just going to go in the pile. So I want it. But that should be up for grabs. They should just put that aside because they've already... <laughs> moved it towards my face it's crossed the counter would it you be free deli meat
1: would you be okay though if okay so there's, Immediately. Two, there's two situations they go to hand it to you and you're like no and they just put it right in their mouth the other situation is they they take it and put it aside maybe with all of the other hundreds of different types of meat and then what they divvy it up at the end ill-gotten they make one giant sandwich with all of the leftover meats
0: so you're actually so there's no good (laughs) optically speaking there's no good way for that worker to reclaim that meat no but from a store perspective it's already shrinkage it's already lost true like it was gone if i took it just because i didn't Someone should get to eat that, even though I guess I do get to eat it because they just put the piece of plastic with that meat down, and then I get that later. Yeah, but see, then you're
1: paying for it. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You give a, you give away a free piece of meat, which then you pay for, to eat okay. later?
0: That's true. Like, why would you do that? Damn it. So st- Well, okay, that's how another much, wrinkle. I w- how, much how much money f- have you wasted in your life? We are going to get into <laughs> that in a second because we're going to do our... Favorite and best segment on this show, Mike and Michael do math. <laughs> guess right. what? So we're we have problems. Out, we're gonna figure out.
1: Not, so, how to, first of all, how do you get to nine thousand ninety two hundred dollars? Ninety two hundred dollars. So wait, of Ohio ham. How much? Like how? I guess grocery stores are open twenty or uh, three hundred sixty five days a year. So she, she could have worked literally every day of her of her life for eight years. So. Um, that's 2,920
0: days. And the Giant Eagles Supermarket in Canton, Ohio is open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. So she might have been pulling doubles. Okay. <laughs> but it only says
1: nearly every day. But we'll give nearly her every day. day for eight years. That's 2,920 days. And she, you said three to five slices? So three to five slices a day.
0: Let's say an average of four. An average and of four
1: slices. That is 11,680 slices of ham. That's okay. a lot of fucking ham, actually.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty good bit of ham. So, um, how many slices are in a pound, though? So, different reports. I did look this up. Apparently, some people say one ounce is one slice. I don't. No I disagree. Way some there. I found some number that said it was six slices to two ounces. How many slices of ham do you put on your sandwich? Uh, none, because ham is gross. Okay, Deli how, ham is how, disgusting.
1: How many? How many slices? Okay, Mister Yes and. How many slices? <laughs>
0: Uh, none <laughs> um, okay. How many slices of, of deli meat would you put on a sandwich? Well it's kind of bad I, I can't say it lately because for this fucking keto shit mm. that I've been doing it's mostly just I know I need to hit like certain weights of meat so I just weigh out a block of like turkey <laughs> Don't count the slices. I just like okay, here's a third of a pound of turkey slap that on slap some cheese and then I eat it
1: so but but about it's about a miserable a life.
0: A quarter to a third of a pound is like a normal sandwich, right? I'd say so.
1: And so you put what is that? It's probably like five or six slices. So may- maybe a slice per ounce. No. M-
0: Michael, I said that earlier just when I brought this up and you mocked me. You laughed at me so hard. Yeah, but then I had times to think. That's fair. Let's say I I mean, w- let's
1: say what, twenty? Twenty slices per pound? Twenty five? Sure. Twenty five.
0: That. That's four hundred and sixty seven pounds of Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. So it's, in in nine years, I was four hundred sixty seven yeah, pounds. That's okay, not that much. I've eaten
1: in eight years. I've eaten four hundred sixty seven pounds of of meat.
0: I've probably done it this year, if we're being honest, because this dumb diet requires me to eat approaching a pound of just straight up meat every day of my life. <laughs> I fell
1: down a rabbit hole though about about meats and ham. Okay.
0: Well, let's before we get into your rabbit hole, let's talk about. So, anyways, yeah, so that's, so. So, 467 pounds, 9,200 pounds total. So, we're
1: talking between 20 and 30 pound, or 20 and $30 a pound, depending on how how thinly sliced these slices are. Is it possible that people
0: in Ohio don't know what ham is, and they just think prosciutto is ham?
1: Because I've never seen a ham cost $20 a pound. Like, boar's head is like, what, six bucks?
0: Does it does it say anywhere in the article? And I I didn't see this, but maybe it did that she ate this ham, quote unquote ham, by having a friend throw it into her <laughs> mouth from across the deli. Because if it does say that, it is definitely prosciutto or like jamón ibérico. Mm. No, no, doesn't say. Hmm. Mm. How did they I, figure out? Wait, she admitted it. She just admitted it. Yeah. Which I think, I think someone should, was like, hey, I've been eating three to five slices of insert deli meat here, because apparently sometimes she it's salami. And the <laughs> boss was just like, okay, $9,200, I guess? Because now you have to factor in the... what they sold what she stole from the customer,
1: Michael. But, but what, was, what was the impetus for her to just walk in and say like, hey, BT Dubs, I've been housing some deli meats.
0: Unknown, Michael, because no one in this country can do journalism anymore. It's a good point. Our our local journalists are failing us at every single fucking level. (laughs) But it says she's accused. It doesn't say she admitted it. So, apparently, the loss prevention manager received a tip that the employee had been, quote, nibbling on the meat at the deli, eating about three to five slices of ham nearly every day. Um, And then they asked her about it, and she's like, yeah, I've been doing it for eight years. Which, can I... Again, this... This ham was up for grabs. Like, it would have been offered to the customer. Some customers say, no thank you, and honestly would not mind if, actually, I would really mind if the worker immediately (laughs) just shoved shoved it in their gob right in front of me. I'm like, oh, that was weird. I could have had that, but now I I don't.
1: Look, most restaurants and stuff, they give you, like, when they have a dish, they everyone at the restaurant gets to try it and you get like soups and salads and stuff usually for free or at a discount i don't understand why a couple slices of ham shouldn't be a perk of the deli employee
0: and hey, what are you saying you just get to try stuff what are you talking about when you work for a restaurant
1: oh like when you're a server or cook yeah, or whatever okay. sometimes they come out with a new dish and they have everyone try it so especially the ones that have specials they have you all try it so that you i know mean what you're when i worked about.
0: for the pizza place in Gainesville... Oh, yeah, I we conservatively took home $45 worth of pizza every single night I worked oh, until I mean... they got wise to that and were like, maybe we'll put that in the fridge at night <laughs> and then resell it to college students in the morning, which pretty well worked out for them. That's dirty pool, man. What? It is dirty pool. Did they I even sell your... it at a discount? Oh, no. They just went out of business very uh, quickly. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So Michael, on your before we get into your pig hole, um <laughs> let's think about how much money I I Michael Cushing have lost out on by refusing the free slice of oh deli. Oh my meat. god, that's true. How many times How many times do you buy deli meat a year? Uh, not often, I'll be honest with you. Maybe maybe 20 times a year. 20 times a year? No, not even that. I would say 10 to 15 times a year. So it's like I'm missing out like realistically is- on 15 slices a year. Which sli- at hmm. at the going rate is about a thousand dollars from what? <laughs> Fifteen slices a year times 20. thirty-two years. Yeah. Well, no, let's let's say uh, let's say 15 years. years since I've since I've been buying my own groceries. Two hundred
1: twenty-five slices, Kush. Okay. Hmm.
0: Divided it's by, you know,
1: it's not nothing. Yeah, go do that math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm dividing it by. It's, it's 16, not nothing. Sixteen. Uh, that's four. That's 14 pounds of ham you've given
0: up that can't be right 14 pounds of lunch meat man okay so now we're that's that's like about 150 bucks if we're talking good ham man that's you've you've blown it
1: i've done fucked up okay that okay here's wow you've given up 14 pounds of ham over the last 15 years how much ham
0: have you eaten (laughs) <laughs> Again, none ham because ham is gross. You know what I mean. <laughs> ham is actually honey baked ham is delicious. Honey baked ham. I mean, like deli ham. Oh, for yes, this yes, guy yes. is nasty.
1: No, uh, the only deli meat I get are the cured meats or the roast beef because get the other ones roast ones beef. have all the nitrates in them. And that yeah, is. it's no good. I'll you.
0: get a little London port roast beef. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. now we're talking the thirteen dollar okay. pound range. You now yeah, still that, not that twenty out. to thirty dollars. No, I'm not so getting. So people prosciutto.
1: in Ohio think that prosciutto is just ham. Just ham. They just call it ham. It's just king ham. It's just all just all hams. Give give me a
0: pound of the king of hams, please.
1: I would like that ham with the the fatty ham and the honey. Do you ham. have any? Do you have
0: any throwing ham, please? I'd like the throwing ham.
1: The prosciutto does, because if you try to take a normal piece of ham, it doesn't stick to itself, so you can't really
0: get it into a ball. That's because the normal ham is just half water and just like that rainbow sheen (laughs) on every slice of the ham. It's mostly that horrible grease oil. It's not sticking to itself because it's not sticking to anything. (laughs) So you like ham? Yeah, I love that oil slick meat. love it so much. I'm actually kind of surprised that you don't like ham. I like, like, ham steak and every other part of pig. I just don't like deli ham because it's nasty. It's I've, never like, heard, it's, I've never heard
1: any... What about... Do you eat, like, the deli turkey? Yeah. I've literally never heard of anyone... Like, I've heard of people saying, like, I don't like deli meats or, like, I only get, like, the cured ones or whatever. But, like, to just say, like, ham. To pick ham out it's and put it up uh, against the wall like
0: that. Listen, you know? I'll go... I'll... I'll... Sorry. <laughs> If ever confronted by a full deli ham, I will inflate my inflatable penis and come. I'll just run right at it. I do not like it. I will run it off by any means necessary. It's just gross. I don't know. It tastes bad. It looks bad. It smells bad. It feels bad. It's got a horrible mouthfeel. All five flavor profiles are bad. And the visual profile. Yes. Terrible umami. Hate it. Michael, you were in a pig hole or should I just go to ponies? <laughs> um
1: I just wanted to point out something really quick that I found when Please. I was trying to figure out how many slices of um uh, how many slices of, of deli meat there are in a pound, and there was a question on Quora that was how many pounds of bacon are in a pig? Okay. Uh not on a pig or can you get from a pig but are in in the pig like a pinata where if you break open the pig all of the bacon just showers down on you
0: i do wonder if this person just thinks of all pigs as just like stacks of different types of pig meat but they just ask for how many pounds of bacon okay well i mean that is the best part of well pork belly pretty good but bacon is best part of. yeah they're kind of from the same spot but
1: um On Quora, apparently you can put your qualifications next to your name before you answer a question. And Uh the person who gave the best answer and the longest answer, which includes every cut from a pig and how many pounds you would get from a normal-sized pig, Mm -hmm. all listed out. Jim Gordon, I've eaten for over 65 years. I have lived, visited, and eaten in 37 countries. So apparently that makes him an expert on pig meats. I mean... Yeah,
0: first of all, one, if, Michael, do you, I I feel like this is a shortcoming of mine, but if someone says something with enough confidence and, like, (laughs) enough, like, numbers in the sentences they say, I'm like, dude's legit. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. I'll say it kind of got me thinking about, like. We don't think that someone who's
1: eaten food for 65 years, like that sounds ridiculous an that as he's an expert, but somebody who's just like, oh, yeah, well, I've been in this field for 25 years. We're like, oh, they must be an expert. It's like maybe you have no fucking clue what you're doing. You've just been doing it for a long time. Like I've been in politics for 40 years. Does that make you good at things? Looking at the majority
0: of this country's government, No. No, it does not. It really puts it into perspective, you know? But at least you have the experience to be like, I do know a thing or two about pig meat. Even (laughs) if I'm not good at pig meat, I know what it does. (laughs) It goes in my belly and makes me feel happy. I feel like if I asked Mitch McConnell anything about the U.S. government, he could give me like a working knowledge of it. He is Mm, still bad at all of it. It's true. Michael, in my head fiction about this man who gave the very good pig answer... Um, jim gordon he's kind of just given up from his batman days as (laughs) as a detective and commissioner in gotham and he is a is a 67 year old man there is in, in his off time of seeing all all of batman's horrible works and all of the bad things that all of his rogues gallery has done jim gordon takes solace in one literal thing it's not drinking it's not his family It's every single discernible part of a pig, and he knows it down to the ounce what a average pig can deliver to you in terms of bacon. He just has books and books about pigs and how to eat them. No, no books. It's all personal encyclopedic knowledge of every part of every pig on the planet.
1: I will say there is a random comma here. It says Jim Gordon comma, then a blank, then a comma before he has the rest of his bio. I assume that says Commissioner of Gotham City, and he had to get rid of it. Because mm-hmm. he didn't want everyone to know who he was.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to have a hobby to take your mind off the very grim world of Gotham City. <laughs> and again, all of Batman's horrible grim works. <laughs> I other, feel like you could do worse than pig meat.
1: The other great thing about this question was it was written in 2010. Uh, there's answer from Jim Gordon in 2011. Then nothing. And then somebody named Wanda who has been raising pigs for 40 years on September 11th, 2017. So on the anniversary of September 11th, they were reading Quora and were like, no, I need to correct the answer to this from six years ago about how many fucking pounds of bacon are in a pig.
0: Michael, can you... Okay. Um, So I don't know if you happen to check into Jim Gordon's um, additional answers. He has given 8,126. He has also updated his, his uh, profile at a certain point to Jim Gordon, iconoclast, thinker outside of boxes, seeker of novelty, bibliophile, gastronome, 70 years of experience, okay. avoiding having one's year experience seven ta- 70 times. Don't really know what that means. Um, he has so many answers. So Okay, he, he answered a question about how to replace a gas dryer with a 220
1: outlet, about heart attacks, about lactose intolerance, youth soccer, California license plates. Sausage and bacon. This man, he's multifaceted. He, he has does learned answer a lot a in lot, 70 years.
0: He does answer a lot of pig questions, though. So. <laughs> he does.
1: <laughs> he's also a retired soccer ref of 3,500 assorted matches.
0: He has pretty, pretty few. He, has, he doesn't have a whole lot of tolerance for uh, people asking if humans were meant to be carnivorous or eat vegetables. He's like, no, we're, we're meat eaters. It is, is it possible
1: for the U.S. to test the stealthiness of its stealth fighters by deliberately flying into unfriendly airspace? Has such incident ever been recorded? Jim Gordon, I have aluminum skin. Grandpa was a World War I balloon corps officer and later a ballooning sportsman. What? (laughs) (laughs) He's
0: got opinions. Michael, is it okay if I build a website featuring all the great answers from Quora, parentheses, with links and credit to original writers? Jim Gordon, it's not okay with me for you or anyone else to include on such a website anything I've written on Quora. If any of my writing would ever be considered by anyone as being quote great, Quora already publishes a digest of noteworthy items. You're not Quora. <laughs> He's a Quora truther. He's, I mean, live or die by the Quora. Also, for sure. did we just break his wish by discussing his Quora answers? I mean, hey man, public domain. Sorry. Uh, Michael, speaking of Jim Gordon and the very, very good, very pig-heavy life he's led, have you ever wanted to be someone else or something else? Oh, something else. I mean, I've yeah. wanted to be someone
1: else, not necessarily someone specific, but just like rich. Yeah. Because it sounds
0: great. It does, mostly for I the mean, boats. Mostly for the boats, mostly for the not going to work. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, have you ever wanted to be something else?
1: Something just, else.
0: I don't know, like being a dog sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, like, I was going to like a dog all day.
1: Or, or some kind of awesome like tiger, maybe? Yeah. Ooh, a if, penguin. What if you could only do it in your mind? I mean, what I, is it,
0: are we talking about like hypnosis? Uh, we are actually. <laughs> are you going like, to make me think I'm a chicken? I'm not going to, Michael, look at my watch. <laughs> no, Uh. what if, yeah, what if you could just for, even for a moment, just be like, huh, just enjoy the life of a dog. I would actually, that would be pretty dope. Pretty good, huh? Um well, Michael, we are talking about transformation hypnosis. A very specific kind. Transformation hypnosis. Yep. Okay. And unfortunately, I could only really So I found a uh, Tumblr post about this. Oh no. Yeah, so you already know it's bad. Good go. Good job. Here you can already feel the horrible dark energy it exudes. Mm. Um but then I looked into it more. And I can only find a one very specific form of this transformation hypnosis uh, spread via let's call them tapes, just really bad audio recordings. Okay. Would you care to tapes. guess? Tapes. Like physical tapes. Like tapes. Yeah. For our
1: younger listeners out there, there was it was like a tape you had to put into a tape deck.
0: I think it's adorable you think we have any (laughs) listeners under the age of 29. It's cool. But if we do a tape. (laughs) It was on a
1: magnetic kind of reel that it was read by a magnet and its sound came out and then it would fall out and you'd have to try to wind it back up when you were trying to dub your new kids on the block. It was, re- it was, it was like a mess.
0: A, it was like a DVD your dad would play in the car on repeat, but it would take 19 hours to rewind, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was only Brooks and Dunn. It's mm-hmm. so the one tape that existed. <laughs> um, yeah, so Michael,
1: one- I would walk 500 miles. What, what movie was that where that tape
0: was the only thing they could listen to across the entire country? I don't know. It sounds mm-hmm. bad. It sounds very bad. Um, Michael, I'm going to read you- Part of the first relaxation technique, and I want you to guess what you think it is. Okay. Quote, feel your hands becoming hooves. Remember Pinkie Pie's happy memories. <laughs> Imagine yourself literally becoming Pinkie Pie. Imagine your pink mane. You are literally Pinkie Pie. <laughs> uh,
1: so hooves... I don't, know, I don't know exactly what Pinkie Pie is, but I'm going to assume this is a My Little Pony reference.
0: Yes, we are now Pony Bros, my friend. Mm. Bronies, if you mm. will. Um, yeah, so apparently uh, there were a series of hour-long recordings that you were supposed to just lay down and listen to, relax, and imagine yourself transforming into one of any of the My Little Ponies. Um, all with the goal of putting yourself into a mental state where you were convinced that you were this happy, really just high on life, cartoon pony, and it was these threads that we found, or that this person found, and then I have since stumbled onto. We're just like, wow, this is so relaxing. I feel like I really became rarity. The problem, Michael, is that um, human brains are bad, particularly when you put new inputs into it and try to train it to be something else, (laughs) because the brain does react very well. I think we've talked about how I did uh, hypnosis on this show. And... I will say before we get into what happens here. So I didn't really do a ton of it, but like they had this exercise where it's like a cool down to like get you into a state where you're ready to be hypnotized, and it was just this relaxation technique. But it culminated in a period where like basically you put your body into REM sleep, so or like a REM cycle without being asleep. So like really, your eye, your your eyes flutter really fast, but you're not really aware of it. But like it definitely happened. Like you can feel it happening, and then it just kind of like you fade back. So that occasionally just happened to me out of the blue. Like, if I just got really relaxed, I would kind of fall into this waking REM cycle where my eyes would start fluttering. I had to like snap myself out of it. You would fall into hypnosis even when you weren't being. Not fall into it, but like fall into a state where like I would be like cu- cooled, like cooled yeah, down yeah. is what they would call it, that like is... ready to be hypnotized.
1: That's kind of freaky, actually. It is. Now, think about that. If oh, you've been so no.
0: hypnotizing yourself to become a pony. Are there people out there who just like can't stop being ponies? So people, especially if they listen to the tapes too much, started accidentally going to this mental state that they had created at random, if inopportune times. The thread was suddenly full of people desperate to know how to stop it because they were turning into Rainbow Dash in the middle of driving on the highway to work or whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These people are on drugs, right? That's not true. These people—they're like, what? So, like, you're driving down the road and all of a sudden you're like, I can't hold the steering wheel. I have hooves.
0: I have hooves. So, Michael, there's a number of things I really want to get into because it's, one, I feel bad for the people who get stuck like this, but good God, it's funny. Um, So, apparently, the recordings go into very graphic. And this is from, uh Michael, uh, a website called, from 2014, I found one of these threads, horse-news.net.
1: Like I'm, okay, I feel like that's something from a bad video gamer website, like from the net where they where they order from like pizza.com or some shit.
0: Right. It's it's like a video game's like fake social network yeah. is essentially Horse what they've created news. here. Net. Like if Red Dead Redemption 2 somehow has like a like a Pony Express sort of like <laughs> bulletin board, it's gonna be called horse-news.net. <laughs> so It was at this point in the recording that weird went to fantasy town and did acid. The recording went into graphic detail about our bodies changing, hands turning into hooves, muzzle elongating, leg and arm structure shifting, just transformation shit. The scariest part is when we all thought it was real and we were actually going to live the dream and become a pwn, which is absurd. A pwn. It was was phantom Mm -hmm. pain, but in the moment it was real and felt real. After the transformation, it was then time to be blasted with apples and apple-related thoughts. Everything about farm life, we were we were bombarded with it. We started to think we were Applejack. Uh, started talking like her. Not hard to do a southern accent. Someone even mentioned wanting to fuck an apple. <laughs> Let me tell you, this shit is powerful, like dark voodoo magic. The worst feeling we all agreed on was having this... says, we weren't important. We all belonged in the background and were under its spell. But... Uh. So, Michael, apparently there is a actual affliction tied to this. Uh, so I I did find a Google document of someone, I think the author of these tapes or the recorder of these tapes, who included a full disclaimer Google Doc of all the side effects of using these transformation tapes. Oh, my gosh. Please note, you run the risk of being an adorable Technicolor equine for the rest of your days. <laughs> Side effects may include hoof lock, accidental tulpa, temporary inability to walk, talking in a squeaky falsetto, or getting laughed at slash beaten at school. Yes. So before we get into the first of those side effects, which is horrifying and <laughs> hilarious to me, I do want to just... The idea that you're getting laughed at and or beaten up at school because you're like trying to transform into a My Little Pony and not because you just had a traumatic mind break and thought you were a horse and you had like tried to nuzzle up on someone or like nibble on their oats and they just beat (laughs) you up. like Because like if I, um, I I was a nerd in school, but if one of my nerd friends all of a sudden cracked Mm. in the cafeteria and thought he was a My Little Pony and tried to nuzzle with me, I might react like somewhat violently. I would at least make fun of them. I would make fun of them very
1: bad. My own friends, for sure. If you all of a sudden were like pretending, I thought you were pretending that you were a horse and you were like, you stood up on the table and neighed at me and then tried to eat your food like it was from a feed bag, I would make so much fun of you.
0: Can I say this? I think what I just said, I was like, yeah, I'd probably beat you up for being a weirdo and trying to nuzzle on me. Not what I meant. What I meant was, Michael. Have you ever actually approached a real-life goddamn horse? (laughs) Yes. They're mean. They're mean and evil. Even if they aren't overtly mean, there is something in a horse's eyes Mm. Mm -hmm. that, like, a cool horse, you can tell it's a cool horse. A not-maybe-so-cool horse, there is something in those peepers that you just know... That horse going to bite me if I come anywhere near them. And obviously, the My Little Ponies are made of friendship and magic, so that's fine. But I don't know that you're a My Little Pony. You could could just be a horse. Also, I've seen the damage those ponies can inflict on bad people. And I don't know if you think you are currently a pony and might just try to star blast me into the moon or something. (laughs) I don't know what they do. Um, (laughs) But I will say, if one of my friends fell into a hypnotic state where they thought they were a My Little Pony... And I caught a glimpse of their eyes, I might take self protective actions and punch them in the noggin. Mm. And maybe even a helpful action to like break you out of it through severe head trauma.
1: Yeah, but either way, I'm nope and out of there.
0: Yeah. Michael, I did mention hooflock. Yeah. It's a side effect. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't understand that one. This is a common side effect of coming out of a My Little Pony's transformational trance. And it is the inability to move one's fingers due to a hoof illusion.
1: So you're out of the trance, but you still can't move your, your hands.
0: hands are paralyzed into a hoof position. Into a hoof. Is that?
1: How, hoof do, lock. how do you make a hoof position with your hands?
0: I, I th- I'm going to guess it's just straight up palms and just fingies palms? out. out straight, that doesn't which, seem like
1: a hoof. I think you'd have to be like this or something.
0: Oh, Michael, I can't. I don't think we can legally get into the horse bonology <laughs> of like the horror show of what horse bones actually are. Cause another podcast that we both like and listen to has covered that in excruciating yeah, detail. Yeah. Suffice it to say, horse bones are just a tragic, disgusting mess. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. horse legs are not legs. No, they're, they're fingers, right? They, they, fangies.
1: Yeah. And it's messed up. So a horse is just a, a hand. Like a pawn.
0: A horse is just a hand. A, po- <laughs> <laughs> a horse is just a hand. A mean, biting hand. Yeah. So yeah, Michael, Um, if you do ever want to transform into... Uh, I don't know any of the ponies. I probably should look that up. Well, I have tapes for you. Yeah. Um, Tinky Winky. Clyde. Uh, Bruce is probably one of them. S- Star Bear. Sunshine fart blast, uh, Michael. You have any closing stories for me? We're coming up on time, bud. By the way, the movie was The Identity Thief, where they sing, "I would walk
1: 500 miles because the tape is stuck in the, in the car." Sounds
0: bad. I can't. I I went through two days of Panic of the Disco, and I nearly like drove into a bridge abutment. So I can't even. I can't imagine playing hearing one song over and over again. Yeah. Um closing
1: stories let me oh shit that's a good sign
0: yeah i got one yeah that's a good sign i I thought i thought you might have something
1: lay it on me bud today we were at church When I pulled my toddler's hand out of his pants and he screamed, I was making my penis big. (laughs) (laughs) I need a new church, FML. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like, what do you do? Do you just leave him there and walk the earth for the rest of your
0: days? I I mean, obviously he hasn't been baptized. (laughs) I mean, I think you take the kid with you and just realize like, oh, I can't go back to this church. He'll probably do it in another church. Guess I just shouldn't raise this child in the church because he's going to do it again.
1: But like... And then then everyone's a better off. If you if you stand up with the kid and take him out, then they know that it's your kid. Like, that's your fault. I mean, everyone around you already knew it was your kid. I'm just saying, if you, maybe the people directly around you, but if you just like got up and left and was like, oh, gross... How dare you say that to me, weird kid? And then you walk Yuck-a-roony. out. feel
0: um, like, that's not that mine. actually <laughs> seems more suspicious that a small <laughs> child just yelled, "Hey, I was making my penis big," and then you get up and walk away. Like that does not actually. That seems like oh, someone's going to take you to jail now. <laughs> that's a good point. You can you can go ahead to take one pass to jail. It's free. It's um, yeah.
1: Kids, man.
0: This is why I can't have children. <laughs> this, this is why. This is why. Yeah, I, um... Kids say the darndest things, son huh, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is the point. Like, do you take kids
1: anywhere? What is Boys. wrong with people in church? Today, I'm afraid to show my face in church ever again after I farted too hard and shit myself there this past Sunday. I'm the priest, FML.
0: Um... Okay. Well, Michael, you did just share an article with me earlier about the dangers of holding in a fart. That is true. That apparently it can come out other places in your body, which does not really seem scientifically possible, but it was on the internet, so I am forced to agree with it. Claire but, like, Collins, a professor in nutrition
1: and diet, dietetics at the University of Newcastle in New South Wales, Australia, says... Uh, a buildup of intestinal gas can trigger abdominal distension, with some gas reabsorbed into the circulation and exhaled in your breath.
0: Oh, I'm burping so farts.
1: You're farting out your mouth if you hold it in.
0: Great, um, Michael. Here's a question: Do you think fiery Southern Baptist <laughs> preachers are just covering up for nonstop, constant fart like charts, diarrhea charts? Uh, I mean, almost definitely. That's the only reason. I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Everyone, if you like this episode, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Um, there are blog posts on that website. Ugh, um, yeah, we said we were good. definitely going
1: to do one and then Well, then we actually, didn't.
0: fuck that. We have a cool new announcement. We have merch, kind of. We'll send you stuff. Yeah. Uh, we got our first batch. You can see them on the Instagram of uh, Trends in Low Places stickers. Mm-hmm. That we will probably mail out to you if you ask kindly for them. Just shoot us an email or hit us up on Instagram and I don't know, DM us your address or something. We'll mail you out a sticker or two. Slide right into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. We'll send you a couple, slap them around your hometown. We would love for you to share the good word of trends and low places. I don't know, put it on your laptop, go to a Starbucks, hang out, mm, Canoodle. There you and go. And tell people about your favorite your fifth favorite podcast. One of the that would podcasts be great. you listen to when one of the podcasts is you on a break. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, we love to hear from our fans. Shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com if you want to share a message, share your address for one of these stickers, um, or uh, share a story with us to read on air. We love to hear from you. We read every single message we get, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um. So, Michael, how else can people help us out? You can find us on all the social medias,
1: uh, like Kush mentioned, uh, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at TILPCast. TILPCast. Um, you can see uh, the 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 stickers there. Um, we post about new shows and retweet when Kush's sister makes fun of us. Um, on the Twitters. Which is a lot. Yeah, it's it's really, I mean, I feel like even when she's not calling us out by name, like she's subtweeting us. She's subtweeting us a lot. Yeah. It's pretty mean when you really think about it.
0: She has a lot more followers than we do. <laughs> she, yeah, so. Including, by the way, Barack Obama. Barack Obama follows, Obama follows my sister? sister? Yeah. The Man. Probably because he, he thinks she's the Korean boy band. <laughs> you think that Barack Obama's into the Korean boy band? I think if any, if anyone, if any world leader recently is into K-pop, it's Justin Trudeau and B-Rock. Wait, wait, they're wait. men of the world. They're well traveled. Wait. So what you're saying is, Barack Obama is a huge K-pop
1: fan. On Barack Obama's timeline, whether he saw it or not, there is a chance he read the words. He read the the tweet where she said that she was listening to Tiltcast. Being recorded mm-hmm. and she's heard the word jizz yep too many times barack obama barack hussein obama former president and then in of the, the united suggested
0: states suggested tweets that like you might have missed yeah oops i meant ghost jizz <laughs> from from tilpcast <laughs> there is every moment there's every chance michael that if barack hussein obama former president of the united states was spending even a fraction of a nanosecond reading the hellhole that is twitter that might have come up in his
1: timeline he probably opened it saw that tweet and was like yep this is why i've never been on twitter i made the right choice deleting this app i guess back to it terrific Mm. well uh (laughs) if you want to be like barack obama please follow kush's sister and then also maybe us uh give us a follow give us a follow (laughs) uh you know you can shoot us messages there um You can retweet uh, when we have a new episode. Tell your friends about us. uh, You know, give us a like, a share on Facebook or Instagram or shoot us a message. Like Kush said, we uh, like to hear from you guys and we read everything and probably will respond to basically anything. Um, You can also uh, help us out by smashing that subscribe button on your podcast app of choice. um, And give us a little rating, a little review. Um, you know, that's like I said, we if people are looking for new podcasts, they see that five star rating, they see the great reviews and they're like, yeah, these let's guys sh- check that out. They see the trash can and they're like, yes, this is my type of humor. I'm loving it on this. Love
0: that irreverent, tra- irreverent trash can humor. <laughs> it's So good. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think I covered everything in a roundabout way. Yeah, I did forget to mention our other sister show with our good friend Curtis, Ooh, who was on featured on last yes. week's Trending Little Places, uh, Longest Days of Our Lives. We should have uh, episode 23 of season two coming out this week, next week, pretty soon. And then we will do a live recap of the season two finale, uh, which I am so excited for Curtis to hear. Yeah, he we're going to watch it
1: live like we did last season. We'll have immediate reactions from Curtis.
0: I oh, got it. It's going to be a good one. Too many good ones. It's going to be so good. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking to you this week, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Toodles.